0: you awesome with Allison
1: and Eric too.
0: <laughs> I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen, whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful. We hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I am here in Pleasant picture Studio with the one, the only, the most wonderful, the most loving, the most gorgeous Mr. Rick Robertson. Hello. You're a little sicky sick. No, thanks to you. It is thanks to me. If you can tell, I'm just getting over a little something and Eric's got a little something something.
1: <laughs> and yet we
0: are still here to bring you a special something
1: something. I've got a deep, sultry voice.
0: I love it. And I'm sultry too. And you want to know what? You listening, you're sultry too. And we are so grateful that you are here. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 60 how everyone in Everything is more accessible than you think. Prove it. Rainbow, glitter, unicorns. Can you do like a like a party horn there? I'll
1: do uh, like a harp.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, any of those sound effects are going to be good. How everyone and everything is more accessible than you think. We are going to tell you some stories to back this up, both from other people's lives and our life, and then we are going to give you the five common factors of how those seemingly impossible things have happened and how you too, my beautiful friend, can implement them in your life. But first, we just want to give you a quick update about our Super Duper Fly podcast tour that is happening on the West Coast, sponsored by Alaska Airlines, making our lives beautiful and possible. (laughs) We are sold out in Provo, in Seattle, in Phoenix. Oh, But we do have a limited number of tickets left in beautiful, sunny, gorgeous Los Angeles, California and San Francisco, California. California, where are you at? There's just a little bit of tickets left for you. So here's what I'm going to do. I do not have very many tickets to do this with, but for Provo and Phoenix... Provo and Phoenix, listen up. If you are wanting tickets to that show, you can say on your Instagram stories, on your Instagram feed, what you love about the Awesome with Allison podcast tag at the Allison show and tell me why you want to win some tickets and I will give away a couple of tickets. Um, And also, just be sure to use hashtag Awesome with Allison, I-R-L, IRL is in real life. So awesome with Allison, I R L, that's Allison with one L. And the reason I need you to use the hashtag is because I won't be able to tell who's trying to win tickets. So also, if you wanna say, hey, I'm trying to win tickets, here's why, or anything, you know, your story, whatever feels true to you, just so I know that's what you're doing. Uh, and if you win, I'll give you two tickets because I know you don't wanna come by yourself, okay? I have a <laughs> couple of, t- yeah, who wants to come by themselves? I will give you a couple of tickets. Provo, a couple, maybe like one or two winners. I have to check with McKenna and Nichelle. One or two winners in Provo, one or two winners in Phoenix.
1: She's hitting the couch as she's saying this. I
0: am hitting the couch. Why am I doing that?
1: Because you're just so excited. I
0: am so excited. Okay, so do that on Instagram. Sharing is caring. And hey, we just want to say other cities, other parts of the country, let us know where you would like us to come because we would love to do more podcast tours in the future. And um, it's hard to, like, I am so mind blown by which cities show up. Do you see what I'm saying? So, we would love your feedback. And I think that that is my only update. Sharing is caring. Win some tickets. Well,
1: if you only want one ticket, I like to go to movies by myself. I mean, maybe someone
0: wants one ticket. Yeah. Well, they're going to make know. friends when they're there. Exactly. They're going to be so fun. And so, for all the dates and information on that, if you're just curious, head to show.com. And, guys, 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 as always, that's Allison with one L, okay? <laughs> When people ask me favors and they're like, hey, will you do this? But they spell my name with two L's. I'm like, only if you learn how to spell my name.
1: <laughs> That's all she asked.
0: I said that to Mike Lemieux of The Shine Project, who is our guest in Phoenix. He's like, Allison, will you do this? I'm like, not if you don't spell my name, Mike. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. How everyone and everything is more accessible than you think. Okay, you guys, I had this thought when I was in Los Angeles. And I was talking to all these cool people, and I just kept meeting people. I was like, oh, my gosh, you do this. Oh, my gosh, you do that. Like, and it just proved this theory that so often in life, whether it's celebrities, right? Like, I'm obsessed with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, are you listening? Like... RuPaul. How often do I talk about RuPaul? Brene Brown. There's these people that I'm just in love with, I'm obsessed with. And I put them like on this pedestal and I act like there's no way we could ever meet or there's no way we could ever interact. Or maybe it's starting a business or maybe for you, I want you to think about what that like impossible, inaccessible thing is. Whether it's a person, whether it's starting a project, whether it's a goal in your life, I want you to think about it right now. Like, what is that thing where you're like, I'm not even thinking about it, Allison, because it is too inaccessible, it is too impossible. We want to help you see how it is more possible and accessible than you think it is. Because the second I started looking for evidence of this, I saw it everywhere. And I want to share a couple of places I saw it in my life, like in people close to me. Okay, I am totally name dropping here. You know Tan France from Queer Eye? They're really sexy. He's got the little, you know, ambiguous accent. I know him. Like, I've, I'm not saying he would claim me. I am not saying he would claim me. I'm just saying that, like, I've met him multiple times. One time he stopped me at a bakery and remembered who I was. This was all years ago. And now he is on Queer Eye on Netflix. One of the biggest shows on television So if you're like me And you're like I would love a television show It's easy to think Well I don't have a television show right now Um, I'm never going to have one But like you guys, I saw Tan like 3 years ago and he didn't have a huge television show. He wasn't even on a tiny television show. He wasn't doing anything at that time that I knew of that was going to land him on this huge television show. And I believe and this is just from what I hear, he had pitched a pilot of a different show. Producers saw him on that that other show didn't get picked up and then they put it him put put it him. They put him on Queer Eye and he is so good on that show. I'm so obsessed with that show. That's my sharing is caring also for today is if you have watched Queer Eye, the new seasons, they're important. They are important. It is important television. You should watch it. (laughs) And so I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Like, I'm just watching these things happen to people who I've, like, talked to, right? And the other one is, um. so my good friend Ashley Rose Reeves of Ashley's Fresh Fix, her husband Justin is, like, hysterical. I love him so much. And he loves Smashing Pumpkins.
1: Even more than I do.
0: Even more than Eric. Eric's actually even wearing a Smashing pumpkin shirt right now.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: And I was just, I've been talking to Eric about this. Everyone and everything is more accessible than you think. And Justin was so excited. When did he buy our tickets for the concert?
1: Oh, the, yeah, like, early spring? the day that they're announced.
0: Yeah. And so we went to the concert in September. Okay. Like, he is preparing for this concert. In his life, he has gone so many places to follow Billy Corgan. He loves Billy Corgan. He knows a lot about Billy Corgan. And he's met him a couple times. Yeah. Because he's always putting himself in places where Billy might be. And not in, like, an obsessive, like, stalker kind of way. Just in a... He genuinely appreciates Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins and makes you know, time to get where he is. Right. So he comes to the show and he brought this image, this picture that he found and for all these reasons, I can't even remember, he's like, oh, Billy's gonna love this picture. And so he brings it to the show and he has somebody who he knows, I think possibly from his Smashing Pumpkins Facebook fan page that he is part of. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I'm sharing all of these details. They're all gonna make sense. I want you to pay attention to these details. We're gonna tell you about the common factors in just a minute. Okay? He gets, Gets the picture to Billy Corgan, who he just loves. Billy Corgan, direct messages Justin, and now they are having conversations about this art. Like, how funny is that?
1: That's yeah, amazing.
0: And like, I mean, it's just insane. Like, and I just said to Eric, I'm like, see, it's true. It's true. And Eric, I said, Eric, can you think of an example of this in your life?
1: And at first I was like, uh, I don't know. And then I realized that the project I've been working on for the last three years was a direct like example of what you're talking about.
0: Give it to him, man.
1: 2015, my friend and I, Scott Christofferson, we wanted to make a documentary on this filmmaker. His name's Stephen Grew here in Provo. He's made like 200 movies. They're all low budget, kind of quirky. And we thought, this guy's fascinating. And we knew, we had heard, like from internet rumors or something that Jack Black was a fan of his. And so we took Steve to lunch and we're like, Steve, we'd love to do a documentary on you. And we would love for you to make a movie. And we would like, try to get an A-list actor, someone like Jack Black to be in your movie. So at this time, we had zero connection. It was just me, Scott, and Steve. We had no connection at all, but we got started. Steven agreed. He had no faith that it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. He
0: he still barely thinks – Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He barely tolerates the documentary, and yeah. Yeah,
1: totally didn't have any faith in it, (laughs) but he's like, okay, so he – you know, led us into his life. So we started and we were probably into it maybe six months or a year documenting this guy. And then what happened was Jared Hess, the writer, director of Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre, he, he came to BYU to speak and somehow he heard about what we were doing and got connected with us. He's like, hey, I'd love to be a part of this. I, I'm a huge fan of Stephen Grew. And we found out that that is how Jack Black and Sam Rockwell and, like, Mike White are all fans of Stephen Gru is because Jared Hess. would the hand, director. The director of Napoleon Dynamite, you know, loves Stephen Gru. He would hand out Gru's movies to all his cast and crew, you know, on rap days. And so we're like, oh, my gosh. Well, we're documenting Stephen. He's making this feature full length called Unexpected Race. It's an elf-human romance. <laughs> and uh, we w- is there any way we could, like, get a big actor in it? And he's like, let me see what I can do. So long story short, we get Jack Black to be in Steven Groves.
0: I mean, like, I can't think of very many celebrities, like, bigger than Jack Black. Yeah,
1: who's bigger than Jack Black? I just feel like... like, Who doesn't know Jack Black? It's an
0: A-list, like, that's an A-list, like, Jack Black. yeah. It's crazy. Jumanji. Jumanji, School of Rock. I just mostly, for me, it's School of Rock. Yeah. I love School of Rock so
1: much. And so we go down to LA and Jack was so cool because he had just got done filming this- Jumanji. No, no, no. The Polka King, the one in the Netflix movie. He had five days home in LA before he went to Hawaii to do Jumanji. He hadn't seen his family in months and he's like, yes, I will give you a day. So- we went down there, totally awesome. He's just as cool as you'd think he'd he'd be. And we hung out with Jack Black and filmed him. And now he's in our documentary and in Stephen Grew's movie.
0: And what this did for their documentary is, I mean, you know, it's it, the documentary is phenomenal, but it's in all of these um, festivals now I mean we went to Australia we for went the to documentary Europe, we're
1: going to New York Canada just got into Mexico City Brazil so yeah the documentary is blowing up we've already signed with distributors it's coming out on iTunes December 14th it's going to be in some theaters around the nation you
0: guys like can you even believe that?
1: And it, like, it was just going to be me and Scott making this passion project with Gru. But we, really, we were pretty set on getting an A-list. We're like, yeah. we're going to do it. We, we knew we were going to do it somehow. We had no idea how. And it basically came to us because we just freaking got started.
0: Okay. And so listening to these stories... For Eric, it was making this documentary and getting this A-list celebrity. Maybe for you, it's like me. I want that New York Times bestselling book. I want that television show. Or honestly, I would just like RuPaul to hug me and say, Hey, Allison, you're doing a really good job. (laughs) And these seem like these impossible things that can never happen. The first thing I want you to do is what Eric did, is I want you to think about things in your life that you thought were impossible that have happened. Because so often, once they happen to us, we take them for granted or we overlook them. And that's why gratitude and being present is so powerful. That's why we have our episode 24, I'm freaking grateful. There's so many things that are happening right now in my life. Like, she's going to cry. The, the podcast tour, that was just a thought. And I said, man, if we could get a sponsor. Man, if we could get this. Man, I don't even know who we'd have as guest. Every single guest said yes. Every single guest said yes. And all of the props, and oh my gosh, you guys, it's really good. It's coming together so good, and it was just a dream. And so everything is more accessible than you think. What are the five common I, factors? I just wanted to say the yeah. the, the
1: common underlying thing is, is not everything, because it's all through people. Everyone is more accessible. Yeah, because it's even everyone. though you want to you write a, a book, a New York Times bestseller, it's going to be through the people who help you and who you meet. Yeah, exactly. So it really is the people. I that's think that's the true. Comment. Yeah, it's not everything, but it's just the people are all and because more accessible.
0: because everyone is more accessible than you think. Everything
1: exactly is
0: more accessible than you think. I love that, Eric. Okay, so the first commonality that Eric and I did, like decided on was you got to number one, you got to do cool stuff. And what I mean by cool stuff is what's cool to you. What are you excited about? What do you want to take action on? You have to stop talking about it. She starts yelling. You have to stop all these. I'm, like, narrating myself what has happened over here. I can see
1: Gary V shaking his finger just, like, looking at the camera. Well, it's
0: true, but, like, you have to stop talking about it. You have to stop deciding which, 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 which. You got to pick one cool thing and do it or one cool step of it, and you got to start putting it out there because if Eric hadn't decided to make the documentary – Jack Black wouldn't be in the documentary, right? You've got to do cool stuff. And it can't always be about, I don't have the money for it. I don't have the time for it. Nobody has the money or time. Did I have time to plan a five-city podcast tour realistically in my life right now? No. I mean, not really. But it sounded like a lot of fun and everything fell into place, right? And this is not some mystical magical. You just put it out there and everything falls into place. Uh Uh-uh. You do work, you take steps, you buy a ticket to my build an awesome brand workshop. Oh wait, yes, there are still tickets available, Allison's Brand School, or you uh, meet with the director or you Google, how do I write a book, right? Like it's just the actionable steps, whatever those steps are for you, okay? You do cool stuff. Number two is you don't wait for permission, and this is something that has been huge for me in my life is I don't necessarily think I need permission, but I think I need proof and I think I need validation and I think I need to prove it. Um, I'm not qualified. And you do need to be qualified. I don't um, ask people to give me $500 and come to a workshop unless I believe I'm qualified to teach the workshop. But You don't need anybody to give you permission to do a workshop. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Like you need to know your value and you need to like have faith in your value, but you also need to put in the work. But at the end of the day, like absolutely nobody's going to give you permission to to do your dream and nobody's going to give you an invitation. Um, Sometimes they do and it's really cool when they do, but it usually looks different than you think. And number three, this was Eric's, and I love this, and it's about you can't always be living in the future. So do you want to kind of elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, so why I thought of this one is if when you have your goal and you have something that you want really bad, human nature is, I mean, it's human nature to kind of Live in the future and to anticipate.
0: Well, I think to be, like by living in the future, do you also kind of mean maybe like thinking it all has to be figured out, like step by step, or what? Do yeah, you mean? yeah,
1: yeah. So you can be, you can just have these thought loops of like, well, I'm not there. How do I get there? Or mm. just living there. Mm-hmm. And what that does is that takes you away from right now, which mm. is where real life is. And so if you're living in the future, anticipating this goal or this obsession of what you want your life to be, you're not you're not actually living your life to get there. And it, And if you haven't taught yourself how to live right now and enjoy it, even if you get there, I don't know that you'd enjoy it. Yeah. So I just think it's really important to live right now and to have the goal, but not to live in the, like in the future as if it's, you know.
0: Well, it's 100% like the joy in the journey. Yeah. Right. Enjoy the process. And it's not just because like you should enjoy the process. It's because that's where the details come together. Yeah. Is in the process. And really, not to harp on the podcast tour, it's just what I'm working on right now, guys, right? We got a sponsor, Alaska Airlines, lined up. And I was like, if we can get a sponsor lined up, then we'll figure out the cities and we'll figure out the guest. But we were really busy launching the audio courses. And I don't even remember at this point the other things we've been doing, traveling. And we had Alaska booked and on the line and I didn't have guests or cities. And I just had to have faith that when it was time to plan those things it was going to come together like if when i when i was living in the future i was just having like anxiety breakdowns because i was just like it's not all figured out i don't know if anybody's going to buy tickets because i've never sold tickets in seattle i've never sold tickets in san francisco there was no way to know so for me that always really helps just having faith in the process that like when i need the answer the answer will be there like possibilities are going to open up Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay, I love that. So that was number three. Number four is you got to believe it. And it's okay. It's healthy, normal, whatever you doubt. But let me tell you why you got to believe it. Your belief in what you can do, your belief in yourself, your thoughts, they are not a reflection of your potential. They are not a reflection of your potential. They are a reflection of your conditioning, of your programming. So what you think about what you can accomplish has very little to do with your actual potential and has everything to do with how you have been taught to think about yourself.
1: So basically you're saying what you think is possible is not real.
0: Yeah, because you have created the limits in your mind. That's right. Like, wait, 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 wait think about that. That is a mind-blowing concept. And I heard this worded in some way a couple of times, maybe a year ago. And it really like blew my mind because what you think you can do and what you think you can achieve, those thoughts about what you can do, about what is quote-unquote accessible, is not a result of your potential. You're not walking around thinking you can't do it because y- your potential means you can't do it. You're rocking around thinking you can't do it most likely because of the programming, the conditioning, how you've taught yourself to think and how others have taught you to think.
1: So you're saying the universe doesn't put us in different size boxes. No.
0: <laughs> who who's, who's limiting you? Like honestly, who is limiting this you? This goes
1: along with um... – the Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Oh yeah, which like, is such a great book. In the premise, let me just say this real quick. He trusts life. He's like, I know that life or God or the or the universe is infinite. I trust that. And so when yes. he makes decisions, when life came to him, he said, "If it's if my personal pre- it's I, I'm not going to listen to my personal preference." Mm. He's like, "So if life gives me opportunities, I say yes because life is much more <laughs> has way more knowledge and in, in wisdom than I do."
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. And so um, you got to believe it. And I hope we just cracked your mind open a little bit there. And if you already had your mind cracked open, it's good to have it reaffirmed, right? And the fifth one is you got to make it easy. And this is when we talk about Justin, Ashley's husband, from, uh, you know, making it easy to be in the same place where Billy Corgan is because he wanted to meet Billy Corgan. He made it easy for Billy Corgan to have something to talk to him about because he gave Billy Corgan this really thoughtful present. Now, part of making it easy is you can't make it easy and also put a lot of expectations on people. Because if you put a lot of ex- – if Justin had had all of these expectations of Billy Corgan, he better get back to me. He better thank me. He better appreciate this gift that isn't actually making it easy for Billy Corgan, is it?
1: No. No. And he's actually living in in some unknown f- – some, some future that he's putting rules around. Yeah, so it goes like, back to Like this better happen your... in the future. And he's not living there. He's not enjoying it. He's, he's having all these expectations that aren't realistic.
0: Exactly. And so if you want to meet someone, if you want to get somewhere – you need a, You need to make it easy. If there is somebody you want to work with, make it so stupid easy for them to work with you. If there is somebody that I am trying to get money from or collaborate with, you better believe I make it ridiculously easy. I, for, with you guys, hey, we figured out how to get the um, podcast on Spotify because I want more people to listen to the podcast. I am trying to make it as easy as possible for people to listen to the podcast. Right? And I think it's so funny how simple this is, but how um, easy it is to forget. Uh, think think of a way to make it as easy as possible for other people to work with you, to help you, to reach out to you, be in the places where like the reason I was meeting all these cool people in Los Angeles is because I made it easy to meet people. I went to a cool conference right you it's it's making it easy for yourself to meet new people you have to go to new places you're not going to meet the new people and have the new experiences in your bedroom so those are our five common factors of how you can make everyone and everything more accessible do cool stuff don't wait for permission. You can't always be living in the future. You need to believe it, and you gotta make it easy. And that's our episode. What up? I feel really good about that. Do you feel good? I feel great. You know what I feel really good about is what? you listening to the podcast and being an absolute boss. And you have um a review. I
1: do. We have a great one by Cyax. I don't know how to say that. Cyax.
0: I like your interpretation. Okay.
1: She says everything about this is awesome. Five stars. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I have followed you for a couple years now on Instagram and love all your posts. I was so excited when you started doing your podcast, and I could not get enough. The balance between Eric and Allison is so fun, and seriously, I love their relationship. After listening to the episode on Allison's anxiety journey, it changed my life. I honestly didn't even realize what anxiety was and that I was suffering from it. I now recognize it and have started a path to help myself. Lastly, can I talk about the amazing music at the end? Eric is so good at picking songs that let you take a minute and digest all the amazingness that was just said. This is a must listen.
0: Well, I'm crying because I, I,
1: I just pick ones that make you cry. I know you do, and say nice things about my music. There's a there's a definite pattern a here. Common theme yeah. <laughs> is kiss up to Eric
0: and try to make Allison cry. No, first um, CYAX. Yeah. Thank you so much. Send us an email to awesomewithallison at com. We are going to send you some goodies to thank you for leaving that review. Um, I also just want to say thank you to all of you sharing about episode 59 with Ashley from The Shine Project, and thank you to all of you who leave such thoughtful reviews. We read them. We appreciate them. They help us grow the podcast. That's why we say sharing is caring. Uh, We send goodies out to people who share about the podcast. And what I loved most about that review is that how she didn't know, she's like, I didn't recognize anxiety in my life until she heard me talk about it. And that is the power of sharing our stories and our experiences. When you share your story and your experience, you're giving it a voice that maybe somebody hasn't heard before and is going to help them in their life. And so I just want to leave you with that. Why? Why? Should we try to make things more accessible? Why should we grow and go after these dreams? Is because you growing and you expanding is going to make the world a better place. By you sharing your experience, by you going after what is gonna make you happy, by you feeling confident in who you are, You are making the world a better place, and I really want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this today. There are so many good podcasts. There are so many good books. There's fun music to listen to, and you took the time to listen to something that I really hope and we intend to help you feel more awesome than you did before. So I want to thank you again for that. I want to thank you for your reviews again. I want to thank Eric for doing it, even though he was sick. I want to thank those of you who are coming to the tour live, and those of you who aren't, we will be doing fun giveaways with Alaska Airlines. Hello, flights. On the podcast and on my Instagram, The Allison Show. So we have something for everyone. And I want to remind you that only you can be you and you're already as awesome as you need to be. What are you going to take us out on?
1: This song is called Easy from our Mellow Gold Collection at Pleasant Pictures Music Club.
0: Ooh, easy.